The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to a special Sunday edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. Hope everybody's having a good weekend and, you know, it's almost over, but enjoy it while you can. Uh, I was looking over the slate, figured I'll pop on real quick uh, and preview the, just the 10-game main slate, that five-game late slate. I was about to break it down and it just, it's disgusting. The pitching is disgusting. It's like going to the zoo and watching monkeys just fling poo everywhere. Um... Literally, I could see all of them getting blown up. Or if you can tell me which one's going to be the two that dominate, then you are going to win some money. More power to you because it could be any of them or they're all getting shelled and just the least amount of damage wins. It's going to be disgusting in the afternoon. Um, play it, knock yourself out. Don't blame me for playing it. It'll be fun. But uh, the 10-game early slate, there are options there. Uh, just so you know, there is potential rain in the Seattle-Cleveland game, White Sox-Detroit game, and Cincinnati-St. Louis. So keep an eye on that in the morning. But we got some nice high totals to look at in uh, Baltimore-New York, a total of nine. We got an eight and a half in Pittsburgh-Miami, a nine and a half in Seattle-Cleveland, an eight and a half in Chicago-Detroit, a nine and a half in Atlanta and Milwaukee. So some really nice things to look at there. Oh, and an eight and a half in Cincinnati and St. Louis. So three of our highest, three of our higher totals have rain possibilities, which is always lovely. But some really good looks there, and uh, a nice little ten game slate. Some decent pitching to target. Um, I broke down. I have five that I'll be building around, and a sixth you can play with if you want. But uh, let's take a look at it. We got Chris Archer. He's not one of my main ones. I just wanted to mention him. He's the sixth. He's 10-5. He's at Toronto. I'm mentioning him because he, he's striking out almost 27% of the batters he faces, and Toronto's striking out 24% of the time. A horrific Woba. Their uh, batting average against right-handed pitching is atrocious. It's uh, bordering around – I just looked at it. Um, it's at 274 right now. Their implied team total is only 3.72, so they're not expected to do much in this game with the overall total in the game of 7.5. Um, Archer is the favorite, or actually it's kind of a pick em, actually. But um, that should tell you something. DK hasn't priced that high, but it's only a pick em. So 
value might be on uh, Sanchez, DK-wise, in this one. Just throwing that out there. But um, I was worried about, you, about him. I told you not to play him against uh, Baltimore. On the road, Archer is just a really, really major crapshoot. At home, he's almost as dominant as they come, as reliable as they come. On the road, he is a crapshoot. Um, if I were to watch tomorrow and he goes seven strong shutout innings with 12 Ks, I would not be surprised at the same time. I would be surprised if he walks six and strike out, strikes out eight and gives up three runs in six innings. Would not surprise me. So 10-5, I'm not paying. But if you do, I just want to point out, he's there. Big strikeout arm, just like Syndergaard at 11-4. I'm not going to touch either one of them. Uh, I like Thor, but I don't know what's going on with his arm. I don't know what I can believe. If he goes out and dominates, so be it. I'm not taking those chances with that price tag. What I am going to take my chances are is Dallas Keuchel. He's going to be very popular tomorrow. 9400 bucks is too cheap. He's going up at home against the Oakland A's. 3.51 run implied team total for the A's. Keuchel is actually striking out over 20% of the batters he faces. Low walk rate as the usual. Only 22, or the A's are striking out 22.6% of the time. Keuchel, huge road or home favorite in this one. Um, and the A's have the second lowest implied team total on the board at 351. They are, uh, as a team, Team Woba of 313. Uh, it's not, not hitting very well against left-handed pitching, not as you'd expect. Um, their Woba is okay, but their team average is quite low compared to years past when you expect the A's. When you think A's, we used to always target them. Like, we'll still target Chris Davis, who went yard again on Saturday night. He went two on Friday night. But as a team, the A's against left-handed pitching, um, only like 260. So, like, they're middle of the pack, which 260 is actually not that bad. But they're not as dominant as they once were. Keiko is getting a lot of soft contact and a lot of strikeouts for uh, what he's doing. Low ERA. Keeping guys off base, ninety four hundred bucks. He should be in five figures. This is a really solid, solid price tag for a minus one eighty five favorite at home against that offense. Give me Keuchel, ninety four hundred bucks. He'll be popular, but I like him a lot. Then we strip down to Mike Leak, seventy nine hundred. We liked him on Saturday at seventy eight. It got rained out. We still like him again against Cincinnati. Leak, uh, Cincinnati's got an implied team total of three eight four, one of the lower ones on the slate. Um. Leak is not big on strikeouts, about 17% of the guys he faces, but an extremely low walk rate. Heavy, heavy favorite against the Reds at home. And the Reds are striking about 20% of the time. The Reds do, they do have a lot of left-handed bats that can hit, uh, that, that are hitting pretty well against right-handed pitching. But Leak has been able to limit the hard contact this year. A lot of uh, ground balls, like I talked about, I broke that all down on Saturday, slate ground ball to fly ball, all that stuff. So, uh, liking me some Mike Leak at 7,900. Moving on to Joe Ross, fresh off the DL. He's made a starter or two since returning uh, against the Mets. No one's going to use him, or if they do, it'll be very, very little. Everyone sees Conforto take Strasburg deep twice. You got Bruce. I give it to you. The Mets are scary, but in the grand scheme of things, the Mets' offense is disgusting. Like, okay, Conforto hit two homers. The day before, Darno hit two homers. How often do guys, like, they, get, they need guys to double dong or they don't score? Like you can't count on that day in and day out. Let's just be realistic. They have an implied team total of 3.80. Uh, lefties do hit Ross rather well. There's no hiding that. But um, 
Ross is a very good pitcher, striking out 20.5% of the batters he faces, where the Mets strike out 22.5% of the time. An extremely low Woba against right-handed pitching, which bears well for Mr. Ross. If he's got that sinker-slider combo working, things will be working really well in his favor. I like his price tag at $7,400 a lot tomorrow on Sunday. So Joe Ross, $7,400. Get him in your lineups as well. Uh, Miguel Gonzalez, a lot of people will be scared off against Detroit. We used him against Kansas City. People will be like, oh, yeah, it's the Royals. It makes sense. Well, as you guys remember, not many were on him. We flourished in that one. This one is a little scarier. I agree. It is. Miguel Gonzalez striking out 17% of the batters he faces. Still a low walk rate. Tigers have a high Woba against right-handed pitching, but this is not that same lineup. No Miggy Cabrera has made a big impact there, and they're striking out almost 23% of the time. Look at Holland today. I know he's a lefty. He shut them down. These guys are shutting them down. He's a very he's a low or a low a low um dog in this matchup, which is kind of telling to me. Very telling to me, actually. A low dog in this matchup. Um he's uh where did Zimmerman go? I was just looking at him. Where did he go? Oh, there he is. He's actually priced higher than Jordan Zimmerman in this matchup. That should tell you something, too. DraftKings thinks he's the better pitcher and the better one to have in this game. So, um, Miguel Gonzalez at $7,100. Sneaky, sneaky GPP play. Been pitching really well this year. Lots of good ground ball, soft contact, like we've been talking about. These guys are trying to target. He will get you some strikeouts and just limit the damage. Uh, $7,100. And last but not least, a nice, nice sneaky play I love. I really do. I, at first, I didn't like it. I looked right past it, and it's still scary, but I like it. Jordan Montgomery of the New York Yankees at $6,900. The lefty. Like I told you guys before, I told you yesterday with Pineda, and Pineda did very well. Um, the Baltimore Orioles hit better against right-handed pitching than left-handed pitching. You look at their lineup, and everyone would think it would be the opposite, but it's not. They struggle against left-handed pitching. First off, Montgomery striking out 23% of the time. And the O's against left-handed pitching are striking out almost 26% of the time. Their Woba is 279 against left-handed pitching, which is really, really bad. Really bad. Like, legendary stuff. Um, and that's dropped. <laughs> Last weekend, it was 320. So I update my charts on Sunday. So I'm looking at my old charts I got, I, got, I got the new page up because I was just looking at it before I started recording. That's what convinced me to get on Montgomery. And it's dropped from 320. Oh, no, never mind. That's the, that's the Yankees. Baltimore. It's dropped from 282 to 279. So it's dropped 0, uh, 0.03 in the week. So, yeah, I guess it's not too bad. But uh, And they're hitting 236 against left-handed pitching. Not a lot to be scared about. If he's not walking, guys, which he has a you know higher than he'd, I, he'd want, but not ridiculous walk percentage. Minor favorite. I like Montgomery. No one's going to own him because they see that Baltimore lineup and they get scared. He's going to be a really nice GPP play. Every pitcher's got potential for bust. We've seen it. But a very sneaky GPP play, Jordan Montgomery, could be very, very nice. Solid relief, high upside play right there. So those are the pitchers I'm using. I'll have a lot of Dallas Keuchel. I know he's going to be popular. So, like, you don't want to have too much, but I think he's in for a great start. I really do. Um, you know, they don't have great starts every day, but 
you do more often than not they are. Keuchel, Leak, Ross, Gonzalez, Montgomery. Those are my five. I'm targeting on the early action. We'll move on to the bats and heading over to the catcher's position. This will be quick and easy. If you aren't using Montgomery, Wellington, Castillo versus lefties, and this will what I'll preface is Sunday lineups suck. A lot of guys sit, um, so pay attention. Uh, there'll be sneaky value. I try to tweet that out on Sundays when lineups come out. Guys that usually don't play that provide value to your lineup. So follow me at BDentric. Pay attention to that one. But um, yeah, uh, Castillo against the lefty in play there. Brian McCann, 3,600 against Jesse Hahn in play. Yadi Molina, right-handed bats against Bronson Royal, $3,400. Like that one a lot. Salvi Perez against Phil Hughes, 3,300 is definitely a decent look there. Matt Wieters against Noah Syndergaard. If you want to fade Thor, Wieters, 3,100 is not a bad price tag. Alex Avila against Miguel Gonzalez for fading Miggy, 2,900. Jason Castro against Jason Hamill, 2,900 for the Twins. Very good look there. Pena for the Brewers at 2900 or Bandy at 28 One of those two I really is probably one of my best options if you don't want to spend a lot of catcher because we're stacking the heck out of that game. Both sides of it, Braves and Brewers. I am all over that game like a fly on poop. So there's your catchers right there. We head over to the first base position, and Freddie Freeman at $5,300 is you almost have to find a way to play him against Matt Garza. I love that play today. Um... If you have multiple lineups, you better have some Freddie Freeman exposure. Ryan Zimmerman is on fire right now. He's $5,200. Going up against Thor, so he's got a tall task ahead of him, but uh, $5,200. Eric Thames going against Fulte. Lefties destroy Mike Fultonevich. Thames has cooled off the last couple games, a.k.a. he hasn't gone yard, but uh, he's still getting hits. But he's cooled off a little bit, so his price tag's gone up. He hasn't quite produced double digits, so buyer beware, but Fulte gets crushed by lefties. Encarnacion, 5, 5K against DeJong. Carlos Santana, 49 against DeJong. Joey Votto against Leak at 48. Chris Davis against Montgomery at 46. I like Matt Carpenter at 45 against Arroyo. Um, Jose Abreu, double-donged on Saturday. Solid play against Zimmerman at 4,200. We'll be stacking the White Sox again. Um, we usually like them against lefties. We love them against Zimmerman today because, A, um, Zimmerman gets absolutely crushed by right-handed pitching. That's his kryptonite. And second, Zimmerman has given up more than five runs, I believe, every start this year, or at least his last three. And he's just looked absolutely atrocious. So we are going to target that one because they will be extremely low-owned and overlooked. So um, get your right-handed bats against Jordan Zimmerman, and that starts with Jose Abreu. At $4,200. Not many people will pay attention to that. Uh, Eric Hosmer, $3,800. Uh, Matt Holliday against Wade Miley. We will be stacking the Yankees. Wade Miley is coming back to earth against the Yanks. The Yanks are hitting everything under the sun right now. and They hit lefties extremely well. Matt Holliday, four grand, four grand first base outfield eligible. Uh, we might see a little Chris Carter against the lefty, folks. Chris Carter against the lefty. Sound the sirens, $3,700. Chris Carter against the lefty, $3,700. Jay Bruce, first base out for those against Ross, $3,700. Pretty cheap price tag for Jay Bruce. He's been cheap all year, though. I guess it's actually gone up. Kendrick Morales against Archer, 36 Guriel, $3,500 against Hahn. 
Lomo. Lomo is only 31 against Sanchez. Nice little cheap first base with some power potential. Logan Morrison, only $3,100. Josh Bell against Kohler is only $3,100. Alex Avila, first base outfield eligible, $2,900 against Miguel Gonzalez. And that'll be about all. You can go John Hicks against Miguel Gonzalez. Catcher, first base eligible for the Tigers if you'd like at 27. Going over second base. Jose Altuve went yard on Saturday, 5,300 versus Jesse Hahn. Robbie Cano, Seattle is definitely a stackable team today. Uh, Righties hit him great, and we will include Cano in that mix because he's just great individually. Gets just against Tomlin, who's at the fly ball home run machine. Cano's 5,200 bucks. Uh, Brian Dozier, 4,800 versus Hamill. Johnny VR, 47 versus Fulty. Johnny leading off left-handed. Yes, please. Daniel Murphy, 4,600. Jose Ramirez, second base, third base, eligible, 45. He had a big home run on Saturday. Uh, D. Gordon, 4,400. See if Brandon Phillips is in the lineup, 4,200 against Garza. is not bad. I'd actually probably spin down at second base as I built some lineups tonight. Second base, either spin up really high and you try to save probably in the outfield or shortstop, baby. Or you go two really cheap pitchers. That's pretty much all you can do. Because catcher, you're, you, catcher, you're going cheap regardless if you want. Because you're going to pay up in a couple spots today. Um, after uh, Jed Jericho, second base, third base eligible, only 3700 His price tag went down from yesterday, even though he's still facing Arroyo, who, like I said, gets crushed by right-handed pitching. Go Jonathan Scope versus Montgomery at 3700 if you'd like. Starling Castro, only $3,600 against Wade Miley. Yes, 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 yes. Um, we go to Colton Wong, $3,200 against Arroyo. Jed Lowry, $2,800 against Keiko. Lowry, the switch hitter. Definitely a play on that one. And that'll finish off the second base position, and we will take it over to third base. Manny Machado, 5K. He's heating up. He's really starting to spin good bat. Uh, Kyle Seager, he's had a knock in the last couple games. He still hasn't shown the pop yet. Not sure if I can pay 49 yet. I know he's going to hit a home run here any day now. I know I keep saying that, but I, I need to see it before because his price tag is still so high. And there's other guys around him that are producing, like Jose Ramirez at 4500 Or this guy, the Todd father at 4400 bucks, who keeps raking, folks. Don't look at his stat line. Look at his stat line for like the last week if you want because that is what he's doing. 4400 bucks, right-hander versus Zimmerman. Or go to forty three hundred bucks. Miguel Sano against against Mister Hamill. Evan Longoria forty one hundred. You got Adonis Garcia against Garza four grand. He'll be a low owned piece of that Atlanta stack. You've been bad second in between Enciarte Freeman Kemp stack. Sneaky piece of that stack. Very low owned. Uh, Nick Castellanos thirty seven. Mentioned Jericho already. Love Travis Shaw on Sunday, thirty six hundred dollars. Like I said, lefties against Fulty. We just you gotta put lefties against Fulty, thirty six hundred bucks. Uh, Eugenio Suarez, thirty five hundred against Leak. Uh, this is where third base gets pretty weak today. Mustak is thirty one hundred against Hughes. I think that's about where the line ended when I looked earlier. Yep, Mustak is thirty one hundred is the low third baseman on the board. Moving over to the shortstop position, Carlos Correa, 5,100. Gene Segura on fire since coming back from the DL, 4,900 against Tomlin. Right-handed bats, I said, hit Tomlin well. He's leading off. He'll be getting on in front of Cano and Cruz. Uh, very nice play right there. Francisco Lindor, 4,800. 
Trey Turner, 47 against Noah. Eletimus Diaz, 4,400 against Arroyo. I like Diaz a lot. He'll get overlooked on Sunday because people either spend up for the Lindor, Correa's of the world, or they'll go for value. So Diaz will get overlooked in my opinion. A lot of Cardinals will get overlooked. They could be in for a sneaky stack. Uh, is Drupal Cabrera against Ross for 3,900? Dansby Swanson went yard on Saturday. I'm still not buying in for him yet. Not at that price. Not when I can pay a little. 200 less for Hernan Perez at 3,600. Outfield shortstop eligible. Tim Anderson versus a right-hander. Zimmerman, 3,500 bucks. Orlando Arcia, 3,500 bucks. Both hitting the ball really, really well right now. Tim Beckham, like I said yesterday, he produced, say it again, hitting the ball outstandingly. He's only 2900 bucks. If you need a, a value play at a position that actually produces, so it's not a punt in my opinion. I call it value. Beckham, 2900 bucks. Not a bad look there. And that'll round out the shortstop position. We'll hit it out to the outfield and wrap this bad boy up. A little Sunday special. Bryce Harper against Noah Syndergaard. Bryce Harper, back-to-back game of three strikeouts and a grounded in the double play. Yes, Bryce Harper. Woo! That means he's going to hit like three home runs on Sunday against Thor. It just has to happen, right? He's $5,300. Ryan Braun against Fulton Evich. He's right-handed, and I'll still use him against Fulton, a part of the stack. $5,100. Nelson Cruz, 5K against Tomlin. Brantley, 5K against DeJong. Carlos Santana, 49 Springer against Hahn, 4900 Mr. Triple Saturday Dong Special. Matt Kemp, $4,800. By goodness. Giancarlo Stanton, 4800 versus Cool. Dexter Fowler, 47 against Arroyo. All pretty good looks right there in the outfield. Got Trumbo, 45 against Montgomery. Ender and Ciarte leading off for the Bravos against Garza, 45. Yellowkins against Cool, 4500 Stephen Piscotty, right-handed bat against the Royal, 4,400. Adam Jones against Montgomery, 44. You got Kutch at 44. Polanco against Kohler at 43. Jay Up against Gonzalez at 40. Up to stealing bases on Saturday. It was crazy. Adam Duvall against Leak, 4,200. I don't know why they stopped Leonis Martin on here. I'd be laughing at that every day. Billy Hamilton, 4,100 bucks. We go down to Max Kepler, 4K against... Hamill, I like that a little bit for some value. Gritchick, right-handed stick against Royal 4K. Not bad. Not bad at all. The Milkman against Zimmerman, $3,900. Mr. 10th inning home run to give the Pale Hose the lead. Uh, move on to... God, his price tag was 4300 bucks yesterday. He only hit another home run. He hit two on Friday. Let's lower his price tag to $3,800. Yes, Aaron Judge. Against Wade Miley, $3,800. Play him, please. Josh Reddick, $3,800 versus Hahn. Okay, with the Chris Davis, $3,800 versus Keichel. He's red red hot as well. If you're not using Keichel, can't blame you for sprinkling some Davis around. Good GPP play, indeed. That's why I always say he's the perfect GPP play because he might go one for four, but that one has a great chance of being a homer, just like tonight. Uh, you got Marcelo Zuna at, at 37. Chisholm Hall at 36. Nice sneaky play. Grossman, 36 is sneaky. Shebler, 36 is sneaky. Is it, I love this like mid three to low three range. A lot of sneaky potential bust out guys. I've been using them in the last few days. Real interesting plays. Hernan Perez is right there. 
Carlos Beltran is 36. You got Michael Conforto, who doubled Dong today. He's 36, leading off for the Mets against Ross. Not, if you're playing the Mets, you're definitely using Conforto and Bruce. Conforto's 36, Bruce is 37. Uh, not bad price tags. Uh, Steven Souza Jr. left the game early today. He's day-to-day. See if he's in the lineup. If he is, 3,400. Kevin Kiermeyer, 3,300. Definitely in play against Sanchez. The Rays bats against the right-handed pitching. Definitely. Definitely in play per the norm. Avisil Garcia is on fire. He's only $3,200. Oh, Trey Mancini of the Orioles rakes left-handed pitching. He does. Not the team as a whole, but he does. He's 3300 bucks. So... If you're not playing Montgomery, you're not going to completely stack the O's, but you only like a one-off. Mancini, 3,300, not bad. C. Dick, he'll be leading off for Tampa Bay tomorrow if he's in the lineup, 3,200 bucks. If you're not pitching Archer, Kevin Pillar, 3,200 bucks. Guy is on fire right now. Uh, Craig Gentry will likely be in the Baltimore lineup. He's a lefty. He faces left-handed pitching. He's 3,200 bucks. He's a right-handed bat facing left-handed pitching. I want to clarify that for you. Aaron Hicks, he's a switch hitter. Good good chance he might be in the lineup for the Yanks. He's 3,100. Not a bad play in that one. Uh, Joey Ricard, three grand for Baltimore. He likes to play against lefties top that order. Uh, so give those guys a look. That'll be most of your outfielders right there. Tyler Collins batting second in Detroit. But we're targeting right-handed bats there. So that's your poison in that one. So there you have it. Ten-game slate. Five-game slate, you can hit me up with questions if you want. I'll tweet some stuff out throughout the day, but I'm not breaking down that disaster. I'll tell you that much. It is disgusting. But um, this 10-game slate's enticing. Uh, there's a lot of lot of bat options, a lot of hitting options, a bad hitting, bat, B-A-T, options to target, and they're very, very enticing. Uh, for pitching, you can use an archer if you want. Tons of upside there, but 10-5 tag. But we'll go below the five digits. Dallas Keuchel at 94. Leak at 79. Ross at 74. Gonzalez at 71. Montgomery at 69. Like them all. If you're stacking, a popular one will be the left-handed bats with some sprinkles of righties in Cleveland against DeJong. Uh, 5.04 implied team total. And then I love, I love the game stack. You can just go individual team or full game. Milwaukee versus Fulton Evich, team total 4.98. The game total is 9.5. Uh, the left-handed bats crush Fulton Evich, but definitely is Braun. Don't leave him out. But, like, VR, um, Thames, Shaw, definitely in play. I would still use Braun and, like, Hernan Perez if you want to go deep, deep. But one through four, VR, Thames, Braun, Shaw, definitely involved. Atlanta versus Garza. Atlanta's got a 4.70 implied team total. Left-handed bats versus Garza are fire. Um, Ciarte, Freeman, Kemp. You can go Marquecas if you want, or you could go Garcia batting second and do the one through four, or you could just go one, three, four. Uh, there's ways to do it, but I definitely get some good Atlanta exposure in there as well. Uh, I love both of those team stacks. Uh, or if you just want to go Freeman and Kemp and just do two stack there and then just go like Thames, Braun, uh, Shaw, do a three-man stack there. So it's only five and you can stack another game, like a cheapy game, but still get a stack out of it. You can do that as well. 
there's ways to do it so you can get multiple games involved or you can go heavy on certain games. There's all kinds of strategies involved. Uh, the Yankees against Wade Miley. Absolutely love that 4.61 run implied team total. Right-handed bats versus Miley. Got Castro up the middle. Um, Aaron Judge, that price tag is, yeah, bad. Uh, Matt Holiday definitely in play. Uh, you got potentially Hicks and some other options there. Um, Bliss blanked all of a sudden, but definitely some good, good Yankees stacking options in play. St. Louis versus Royal, the right-handed bats plus Carpenter, be extremely low owned. People forget about them all the time. So Jericho, um, Aledemus Diaz, Carpenter. Then you got Piscotti and Grichik in the outfield. But I'm good with just Diaz, Jericho, and Carpenter. If you just want to go those those three, and then you can, or you can sprinkle Piscotti and Grichik with them. But those three are my main three in that stack. Um, Seattle at Tomlin. Uh, at Cleveland, it's Josh Tomlin, 4.46 implied team total. Right-handed bats hit Tomlin extremely well. Flyball pitcher, lots of home runs he gives up. I love Cano, still at left-handed, but Cruz, Segura, Motter, big looks there. Um, keep an eye on that game. Sneaky, sneaky stack, low owners like the Cardinals. And one of my favorite stacks outside of Milwaukee, Atlanta, and New York, those are my other three favorites, are the White Sox versus Zimmerman, right-handed bats. Abreu, Frazier, Anderson, Saladino, if he's starting, and Javisil Garcia. Those guys are just outstanding. Um, no one's going to really focus on those guys. I doubt they will. They'll see Zimmerman, right-handed bats for Zimmerman are on fire. So Milwaukee, Atlanta, New York, Chicago are my four favorite stacks of the day. I really like St. Louis and Seattle as lower own sneaky stacks. So there you have it, guys. 10-game Sunday, slate, April 30th, the last day of April. Special Sunday edition, broken down, MLB, DFS, Quick Hits. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Check me out, at BDNTrick. Get me up to any of your questions. And I hope everybody has a great rest of their weekend. I'll catch you guys later.